China AI Number 248. Ice, Where Do We Go From Here? By Jeffrey Ding. Greetings from a world where losers are always in the wrong. Tong Wang Bai Kou. Heading. Feature Translation. Ice Peerless, Part 2, Context. Last week, our deep history on Ice, China's most popular chatbot, ended with a cliffhanger. How will it survive in a ChatGPT world of large language models? Let's find out by translating the second half of Kai Xianchen and Zibo Dong's excellent piece on Xiao Ice, published in AI Tech Talk, AI, Kezi Pinglun, a portal under Layphone. Key takeaways. In July 2020, shortly after OpenAI releases GPT-3, Microsoft spins off Xiao Ice as an independent company. Li Di, who incubated Xiao Ice while he was at Microsoft's Bing division, will be the CEO. It's a rocky transition for a variety of reasons, but the most interesting one is on the theme of identity. Before the spin-off, Xiao Ice was special. Unique among Microsoft's global units, it had independent product release rights and its own marketing team. Because it symbolized the rapid rise of Chinese technology, it had been protected by many Chinese executives at Microsoft. The article continues. But in a situation where it is difficult to distinguish between the main and the external, Xiao Ice, which was born in Microsoft China, has always been enveloped in the shadow of Microsoft America. Born in Microsoft and raised in China, Xiao Ice's genes have always been limited by the dilemma of its identity. Spinning off Xiao Ice may have lessened thorny identity-based issues, for example, on the one hand, when Xiao Ice emerged from Bing, Bing was struggling in the Chinese market and had no advertising revenue, so Li Di was called a patriot by Microsoft in the United States. On the other hand, the development of Bing required compliance with both the requirements of China and the United States. Just to persuade Microsoft headquarters to allow Bing to accept supervision from the Chinese government, Microsoft China sent many senior executives to Microsoft headquarters to lobby. Xiao Ice was no exception. At the end of the day, we can't ignore the fact that Xiao Ice was late to embrace the trend of large models. Chen and Dong report, many Chinese scientists who had formerly worked at Microsoft and watched Xiao Ice grow up lamented to Layphone, it would have been better if Xiao Ice had taken the large model route from the beginning. The article attributes much of this to Li Di's stubbornness. He has made many anti-large model public remarks this year, including the following, out of 10 Chinese large model companies, 9 will die, 1 will live, or 8 will die, 2 will live. When Xiao Ice was spun off, its three principal scientists left for other labs, and all of them have made contributions to large models in those settings. Another notable factor that I had not considered. After being split from Microsoft, Xiao Ice became China's Xiao Ice in name, but in fact it still maintains an inextricable relationship with Microsoft. Microsoft is Xiao Ice's largest shareholder, and some of Xiao Ice's orders come from Microsoft's TDS, text-to-speech services. The relationship between Xiao Ice and Microsoft is that Microsoft is Xiao Ice's protective shell and also its controlling spell. If Xiao Ice researches large-scale models, it will compete head-on with its old club. What's next for Xiao Ice? The company has leaned into digital humans and avatars. It leads the virtual boyfriend and girlfriend market with 8 million users. As part of this stream, Xiao Ice has an ex-Eva platform which hosts digital clones of internet celebrities to provide chat and companionship services. Xiao Ice has also achieved some impressive results with overseas expansion. For example, Xiao Ice's Japanese version, Rina, has been ranked among the top 10 AIGC, AI-generated content, products in the Japanese app store for many years. At the end of the day, in my humble opinion, not all language AI companies need to be optimizing for productivity-enhancing AI assistance, 
and there's some beauty in Xiaoice holding true to its roots of ordinary users building emotional bonds with chatbots. A lot more I couldn't cover in the full translation. Xiaoice Peerless. Heading. China AI links should read. Chinese University of Hong Kong. Cornerstone of China's computer vision scene, China AI No. 201, last Friday, Ting Xiao, founder of SenseTime, one of China's AI giants, passed away due to an unspecified illness. If you want to learn more about his work and life, revisit this roughly 7,000-word English translation about how he built the Chinese University of Hong Kong into the cornerstone of China's computer vision scene. Should read. Sizes Interpret. China Project I'm very late to discover this great initiative by size to translate Chinese language articles, speeches, policy documents, and other materials. This link goes to all the translations that come up when you search for technology in their library. A lot of good stuff. Should read. AI is like a literature review of AI metaphors and why they matter for policy Mathis Moss, for Legal Priorities Project, has written a report that I've always wanted to read. This report reviews why and how metaphors matter to both the study and practice of AI governance, the report then provides a non-exhaustive survey of 55 analogies that have been given for AI technology, and some of their policy implications. Finally, it discusses the risks of utilizing unreflexive analogies in AI law and regulation, should read. Best China Books of 2023 The Editors of China Books Review has put together an excellent roundup of recommended titles. Moomings. Moomings. The Serpentine Band looks especially intriguing to me. Heading. Thank you for reading and engaging. These are Jeff Ding's, sometimes, weekly translations of Chinese language musings on AI and related topics. Jeff is an assistant professor of political science at George Washington University. Check out the archive of all past issues here and please subscribe here to support China AI under a Guardian slash Wikipedia style tipping model. Everyone gets the same content, but those who can pay for a subscription will support access for all. Also, listen to narrations of the China AI newsletter in podcast format here. Any suggestions or feedback? Let me know at chinanewsletter at gmail.com or on Twitter at, at jjding99. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio. It was first published on December 18, 2023. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.